1: This is unregulated access to unregulated content. Whilst we're all here seeking out mentors, who are you mentoring Mm, to be able to tell mm, that's not going to work out well? Why is it that men are afforded a longer grace period to become a full man? Because we have also internalised a lot of these narratives about leading on and being you know a bit too provocative and why are you wearing that why shouldn't she show her belly button she's 13 are you learning to be somebody's father at three hello and welcome to the to my sisters podcast i'm courtney and i'm renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the to my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and
2: in today's episode we're going to be talking about whether the girls are growing up too (sighs) fast Adultification, Ooh. maturation, Ooh. insert word and then indication. Okay. Hateration. Hateration. Hateration.
1: This <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all of that good stuff amidst the rise mm. of social media right. and various pressures and right. makeup and hair and all sorts of stuff. Nice. Are the girls getting too big for their boots too mm. quickly? Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's about to be a thick one, but but (laughs) but first of all we're still alive (laughs) oh we give god (laughs) eternal glory we are alive to tell the tale. We got all sorts of foot ulcers. Our ankles are swollen, but we just want to say a big thank you. First of all, to all the ladies that came out yesterday, like ladies, it was amazing being out here with you, really fellowshipping with you, going <laughs> Not through fellowship, the d- <laughs> going, going rolling in the deep with you. Yeah, getting to know you guys, getting to know you guys. It was honestly a privilege, and it's always just a honor to be able to see you guys in person. Yeah. We want to have way more in person meetups and just opportunities for us to come together as a community yes. so girls thank you and thank you for being such good hearted troopers who you know bed with us yeah. in amidst all of the um, yeah <laughs> all the pasta the
1: wahala
2: Um, so congratulations to you guys as well for being Mm -hmm. part of that and Mm -hmm. we also want to extend a big thank you to our community for supporting even if you weren't with us in person we definitely felt you know your spirit your happiness your donations and your support and your support thank you so so much and we hope that we can continue to cultivate a culture of giving here Uh, to my sisters we told you guys we're trying to do something a little bit different here Mm -hmm. where we're not just creating content and pouring into you guys but Mm -hmm. we want to create this culture where we are pouring into each other. Yeah. Um. So thank you all. Thank you, thank you all thank so you, much. Thank you.
1: And we will be documenting and sharing. Um. When we give the donations as well to the school in the Nungui village in Tanzania. Um. And just keeping you guys updated on the impact that we have all been able to come together to have. So thank you.
2: And for the ladies that are actually still interested in getting a step in, mm. you have absolutely zero time okay (laughs) you you are your last leg if you have not joined the vision 22 challenge just yet this is your last baby last call last call roll call roll Mm. up roll up if you manage to get 10k steps every single day for this last week of august you could be in with a chance of winning 100 pounds
1: 100 gbp
2: so get stepping yes you left it late baby is is the right. last week of august we're we basically in september if not october yeah oh it's the end of
1: the year merry it's really, christmas yeah
2: basically but get those steps in get those 10
1: steps, 000 steps seven days in a row mm. it's that's it that's all we're asking it's not small but you can do it
2: look we've been getting our mm-hmm. steps mm-hmm. like damn
1: i actually have the back prove it <laughs>
2: apple watch when will you sponsor us because we've been using you oh, we've been promotion galore promotion promotion anywho thank god anyway sisters that's enough <laughs> of housekeeping from us we will be going into the ding 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 dilemma all right now this is a bit of an awkward one i can't okay. lie to you hey sisters hey babes i'm a fellow sister from belgium with congolese roots
1: we've been to belgium it's great
2: it's lovely we have big up sisters of congolese roots yes Mm. i love a fellow congolese (laughs) sister
1: (laughs) hey
0: hey yaya what's good wow
1: okay okay okay. i sorry it's very tangential but i really love that yaya i know i love it so much it's so endearing so nice
2: man First, I want to say that I'm glad I discovered you guys and I love you both so much. I've been listening since the episode, You're Going to End Up Alone. Mm -hmm. And since then, I download your episodes to listen to it on my way to work.
1: Thank you. Before
2: I explain my dilemma, I want to give a fun fact. Courtney and I share the same birthday. No Different way! Different birth year. I was so thrilled when I found that out.
1: May the 4th, baby! On. I think that you found this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, sis. So so I know, like, five people born on that day. I know, yeah, I know, I nice. know.
2: Wow, you're part of the CDB squad. <laughs> the best. Wow, you've got a lot of brownie <laughs> points. of so Congolese roots. For I know. birthday as Courtney. You are third sister. She's, she's, she's third. like, sitting in between mm. us right now. Um... Here comes the dilemma. Since last year, I started working at a supermarket as a student job and I'm still there thriving. Congrats. In the summer of 2021, I also had another job at a brewery and had a nice amount of money. Nice. Sadly, my mom took that money because a friend needed that for some kind of business stuff. I told her that I didn't want to give it because I was saving for a vacation. Mm. She was mad about it and I had to fold and had to start again from rock bottom. Mm. She guilt tripped me by saying that for once I'm able to help people and I'm not happy about it.
1: Oh she
2: hasn't paid me that money back and sometimes asks me to give her high amounts of money. The weird thing is she has a great job herself. I may sound crazy, but I've made a list of all the money she owes me Mm -hmm. and it's a lot. I want to talk about it, but there's never a right moment
1: since we also really don't get along. Mm. What should I do, sisters? So first of all, I think you're going to have to accept that that buddy gaper is gone. Yeah, that's not. (laughs) She's not going to back. That's not. I'm so sorry i'm so sorry i actually and that you know what i really want to because i know people come here for like a wealth of wisdom and you know us talking about mother-daughter relationships and stuff this one you will to let that one let go. me give you the game oh firstly that money is gone your mother it's like when you know an auntie and uncle will come over like here's buddy. Uh, yeah yeah give like me that. give you, me <laughs> yeah and you take that money or they really 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 do shoot with the foot and they actually give it to your parents oh. first yeah and then they're like oh it's for you know it's for a day and then your mom's like oh okay thank you and then you go and ask her for the money one day when you want to go and buy ice cream or something and she's like all the food they eat in uh, this house that's when the clothes out on it. your oh, back boy. where do you think i got the money from if you don't give me my five pounds <laughs> it,
2: as in i'm gonna buy a freddo
1: and you know she used it to buy a phone call uh, a a a calling card that's the thing do you remember phone cards they were annoying your mum would wake you up at any time of the morning we suffered you know early morning go and buy a phone call i need to uh, go and buy a phone card i need to go and call auntie gifty i don't care about auntie gifty i I don't care auntie gifty too (laughs) i want to
2: how many sisters have an auntie gifty i need to know i have an auntie gifty
1: it's suspicious (laughs) you
2: don't find that suspicious suspicious.
1: but no okay back to the dilemma yeah parents do it all the time they just i I think a lot of parents do feel entitlement to their children's money especially when they believe that their children don't have anything else that they should really be using the money for or that they deem to be important so they may be thinking okay yeah you know, I've raised you. I've had to maybe sacrifice finances for you, where you were younger, where you go in that you'll need, you know, hundreds and hundreds and mm-hmm. hundreds of pounds. Mm-hmm. But for us, it's the sense of ownership and the fact that, firstly, you're my parent, you're my guardian, you have to pay Dude, these things the for thing. me. This as the I thing. can eat this body is mine you know uh, you know unless we have come to an agreement that we share it or there's some kind of responsibility that I take care of in the household and so I do think that it's unfortunate that some parents feel that kind of entitlement Mm. but at the same time you kind of have to navigate around it which brings me to my second point so the first point is you're not getting that money back just right off the debt just right off the debt get back to work put your head down because it could just cause more problems then it's not that it's worth, because I'm sure it's a lot of money and it means a lot to you to have that money back, but it's gonna be an argument. It's a lot. Write that money off, yeah? And do not tell your mum how much you're making. Do you... If it was me Do you know personally, Do you know what I was I'd thinking, even
2: become unemployed. I was thinking the exact same thing too. And I was like, "Is it problematic if I suggest this?" This is why is people that?
1: no, but this is why people hide their salaries from their parents. Yeah, and yeah, I completely yeah. understand. And to be fair, even me, yeah, my parents hide their salaries from me. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing about me, once I become privy to, to some information. information. <laughs> You cannot tell me I don't have money. Oh, no, you're going to buy me some stuff. Do you get what I mean? And I think most people are like that. Like the the reason why we kind of conceal certain information from some people is they will start moving differently once they know that. And we may not be prepared for the demands that that puts on us. And it's completely fine. Like it's actually fine to have financial boundaries with your parents. And honestly, like for me, maybe. okay. but now she knows I work now. She knows roughly how much I have you okay i don't want to encourage anybody to lie but you need to go home and next time she asks you for money i don't have any why i've been managing it poorly yeah yeah, yeah. So she doesn't need to know how much money you have she like you don't even she really need doesn't... to know that you're saving bro And at all like I you shouldn't have even told her vacation in that. the first place she like school fees ex- was well, something else like <laughs> necessary because it's it's unfortunate that for some, and it doesn't have to be like this with everyone. So mm. please, if you are listening to this dilemma and this is not your dilemma, we're not saying anyone who earns money should hide it from their parents 100%. because it's actually really good to have your parents' inputs into how you should steward your m- money. And that's how a lot of financial wisdom and financial literacy actually gets passed on from generation to generation. And so I do think aiming for financial transparency in a family is actually really important. Mm. But if you exist within a family where that's not going to be possible, really? you're going. Going to have to employ financial secrecy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily wrong. I Mm -hmm. really don't, because you can't economically thrive. Like you actually can't financially thrive if your parents is if your mom specifically, sorry, is going to keep asking you for money and hemorrhaging your account like it's not it's not going to work and also these things don't tend to stop so today will be it's my friend's birthday or like we have to pay for xyz next week it will be you know we have to do this can you bring money towards this can Mm. this so and so is going can you contribute and it's like i don't want to but then every time saying no paints you more as a villain so instead of saying no just say i ain't got it soz
2: I actually love that. I think we're <laughs> the same person because that was going through my mind and I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to show this nah. one after Cody comes with some saying talk about talk to the parents or what else to get hired back. Nah, there's nothing baby.
1: to talk about here. There's nothing to talk about here.
2: I completely hear it. I really completely hear it. And I think that even this whole element of, you know, you guys have a tight relationship mm-hmm. already. I think the focus should be on that as opposed to focusing on, you know, the direction of money. Like really find an opportunity to really like focus on building your relationship yeah. with your mother as opposed to trying to fix the financial issues b- between you yeah. because i think if you focus too much on the finances and trying to like yeah let's repair our relationship through this it becomes a lot more difficult yeah, sure. and i think i completely agree i think there are certain things where secrecy is not always bad Nope. sometimes you have to do some things for the greater good this is a greater good lest you find yourself in a dynamic where you are the cash cow Mm. for your mother or family or whatever and i love the fact that you said that these things don't stop right they they escalate they escalate soon you'll be paying for people's houses and the fact that it wasn't (laughs) even necessary. no but bro like it wasn't even for the mom's essentials it was Mm. for a friend's business yeah yeah one thing that i will never forget when i was a kid and i was going to like bible school Mm one of the oh, teachers school, it was bother. so funny though no, i was actually so funny because our <laughs> teacher was not a serious person at all she was like she we actually had a lesson on like how to say no to things mm. and i remember um <laughs> if someone asks you for something mm. and you don't want to give it to them mm-hmm. you have to be in you don't have to lie mm-hmm. you just have to say the truth in a way that is not offensive mm-hmm. and she was like for example if um you have you know cookies or whatnot we were kids it's like if you guys have cookies you don't want to give someone your cookie you have to say i don't have cookies for you yeah there we go. I think the it's not even that's a lie. Good. You don't have money for her. Yeah. You don't have money for your mother. I haven't budgeted for that. You have money for yourself. You have money for your vacations. You have money for the essentials that you're saving towards. Yeah. But get it in your mind that you don't have money for her. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a lie. It's yeah. more so a, you understand that you have
1: priorities that you want mm, to honor. That's good. Therefore, you don't have money for her. At this present time. Unfortunately. There you, you go. You don't have money. And it's it may be worth having a conversation with her about like, I know you said that she's she's financially stable like she doesn't need your money Mm. but if she does like feel like oh you should be contributing in some way have a conversation about that okay Mm. let me know what my obligations are so that I can actually put that in the budget so that I know I do have money for this but when you keep coming to me with these ad hoc things I haven't budgeted for that I've not I don't have it for that I don't have money for you there you go <laughs> excellent excellent
2: but sis we really hope that that helped somewhat and we really do pray for you know prosperity your way yeah, yeah we want yeah. we want your bank accounts healthy. yeah plush.
1: and well done like well honestly. done like no biggest bad thing like well done for going out there working but also saving mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. able to provide for the life that you actually want to live as well like honestly yes yeah, sis, honestly we're clapping for you honestly sending so
2: much love and also sending a lot of love to people that are also in a similar position Mm. i think recently even in some of the episodes that we've touched on Mm. um, regarding like family family dynamics i know that a lot of people are dealing with just really uncomfortable relationships Mm. with their parents or This like sense of entitlement sometimes from parents, whether it be to your money, your resources, your time, emotional labor. And yeah, we just wanna send love your way. We pray for replenishment. Yeah. Yeah. And we pray that, you know, genuinely that you will find comfort um and resources that will be able to refill where you've been empty. Yeah. Um, so some some wholesome stuff, man. Some wholesome stuff. Love that. But getting into the meat and bones of the episode, let's champ it up. I'm very excited for this one let's talk about so am i actually i'm really excited for this so am i i just want to have a conversation with you miss courtney (laughs) um because it feels like Mm. the girls are growing up too Too fast Fast. recently there's been hella controversy online around the fact that we've got girls who are younger and younger digital natives Mm. as well as just folks in this generation Mm. who feel like they have to grow up too fast Mm. right i think there was a case study of like babes who are on tiktok out here Hiring MUAs for their first day of school. I, when uh, you told
1: me that, I said, ah, oh, guys. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. What?
2: Jeez, oh. And, you know, eyebrows on flee yeah. getting eyelashes. Yeah. They're out here, you know, buying their own first cars at 16, wow. getting boss into babes. fraudulent behavior, I'm not boss babes. in relationships with elder men, Scary. substantially older, old men elderly men um and i just wanted to start with your thoughts on this apparent explosion
1: of
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: explosion (laughs) of girls that are seemingly growing Mm, up too quickly okay
1: okay so first of all i do think in terms of people okay let me take the position of our little sisters yeah the girls in that um age range i guess in terms of the study you were talking about, that's like the 11, 10, 11, like teenagers. So let's talk about the 10 to 16 year olds. Um, I do think it's interesting when you are growing up in a technological age where you you have got such ready access to so much news and like just this push notification culture, you know, people are getting phones at younger age, access to social media at younger ages. Um, It's really important to note that I get that people may think, why are you growing up so fast? But they are aware of so much more than you probably were aware of when you were that age. And so the maturity needed, like the mental, emotional maturity needed, even if like cognitively your brain has not developed to be able to deal with these issues. If you're being confronted at the age of 13 with the Mm. fact that there's a global climate climate crisis, there's a financial crisis, there's all these things, your attention is going to be how am I going to survive? Like if people are going to tell me that the world might not be here by the time I'm 35, I'm trying to fit all my lifetime right, into right, right, right now, right. you know? Um, and I think a lot of people are are growing up too fast because they're trying to experience life in a world which is telling them you may not have that long to live. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. that lo- or the cap- capability when you get older to live well. Because mm-hmm. like buying a house is going to be harder. So people, if, if somebody tells you, right, buying a house now is like 10 times harder than it was mm, 10 years mm. ago right you're gonna start 10 years earlier to try and get a head start exactly, do you know what i mean so exactly. that's why the girls are out here with and also like buying stuff is more expensive now right so we would go out with our three pound a day allowances <sighs> three pounds a day is not buying you much anymore do you get what i mean and so now it's like okay if i actually want to enjoy myself and that's every like i wouldn't say every teen's goal teen's goal but mm. like Teenagers want to have fun. They want to enjoy their friends. They want to be popular or they want to be socially accepted in whatever circles. That costs money. There's a buy-in to Mm. social acceptance. If you don't have the money, if your parents also don't have money because they're also living in an economic crisis, um, what are you going to do? Side hustles, work. The internet is giving you so much information as well about how to make money. Mm. You're going to embark on that, you know? And if you don't, whether the way you embark on it is good or not like morally right or not if you don't there are social consequences right Right, right. because you can't partake in these things which are bringing people popularity and social acceptance and so then there's also the front of well what's the psychological impact of that the mental impact Mm -hmm. of not being able to participate in Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. and is everybody going to want to take on Mm -hmm. that social consequence so i do think there is a level of compassion we need to have to what teenagers are actually going through in terms of trying to find their place in society um, especially Especially teenage girls because as much as we talk about the pervasiveness of like toxic diet culture it didn't just happen with our generation it's still happening mm. and this isn't just billboards and magazines anymore this is targeted advertisement right. this is sponsored posts this is influencer culture it's everything that they open their phone to see and then also then go into school to partake in so mm regardless they're being hit with a. I would say an immense amount of pressure and I think as generations get younger they get more Um, sorry as we go down in generations people criticize more right Our microwave generation or this technological generation all of you guys have are back like spineless but okay you guys were dealing with world wars we're dealing with world wars economic crisis and knowing all of these things at the same time Right. So back then you didn't have globalized news like Mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. or if you wanted globalized news, you're having to stay up three, 4 a.m. to watch Fox Mm. or, you know, whatever. But now we have Snapchat and TikTok and an Apple news notification that will pop up on your phone randomly. Like people are just hyper aware. And I do think that accelerates maturity Mm. in a generation of people like more on a sociological scale, but then also individually. So I do think we need to approach it with a level of compassion. However, I do think that there is a need as well for us to address how we then parent a generation of people and mentor a generation of people and give guidance to a generation of people who are growing up in such a culture Mm -hmm. and in such a technological Mm -hmm. time. And I do think, unfortunately, a lot of people ascribe the whole like, oh, you guys just haven't got it figured out and you're doing all these wrong things. But it's like, okay, well then who was there to give them guidance? Right, right and who was there to tell them that's not how you go about things like mm. we have younger sisters right and i'm sure you can attest to having to pull them to the side and be like what well, you're doing is nonsense it's, 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 it's nonsense. not going to lead you well yeah, i can yeah, understand yeah. why you would feel the pressure to do xyz but don't <laughs> <laughs> And I think, unfortunately, and this is why sisterhood is important,
0: right? right? And this is why it
1: needs and we talk about that whole, like, lateral and, like, vertical sisterhood, which is cross-generational. And I think today we have to shift our attention to the younger sisters right and so whilst we're all here seeking out mentors who are you mentoring Mm -hmm. to be able to tell that's not gonna work out well you know Or I've been there or I'm noticing that you feel this pressure because a lot of it is stemmed in pressure like Mm -hmm. social pressure Mm -hmm. um to like just feeling like time is running out and all these things that I described earlier and so how do you deal with people how do you help a generation to cope with pressure And I think a lot of us need to now assume that position of, okay, let me take a little sis under my wing. Let me take somebody, let me advise somebody, whatever it may be to just help them navigate through a time where they are exposed to more content than ever. Like even if you had the desire to wear lipstick, say if you were born like us in the nineties, yeah? Yeah. You have a desire to wear lipstick or you have a desire to wear makeup, sorry. Where are you going to go? It's not like you're going to YouTube to search. They had only just started making makeup tutorials, right? Or even if you're a bit older than us, for example, you're gonna go to your mom's makeup bag. That's why the majority of people are out here looking like clowns. Oh, boy. Do you know what I mean? But these days, if you have a desire to wear makeup, it's just a Google away to this figure out thing. how to do this it. Is the thing. Do you get what I mean? And even to buy the products, because before we would, who's ha- who has a bank card, fam? Who has PayPal? We don't know about even any of the these brands swings. that are available. Fashion Fair. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but biggest man too, <laughs> Renee. Are you? I remember talking with my <laughs> friends and being like. We're going to go buy her first Mare foundation, Mary Kay, um, Avon. Avon. <laughs> <laughs> that lorry, um, no Maybelline Dream Matte Mousse. Maybelline. Everyone's wearing the same shade from your color to my color. 100%. Everyone's pair, wearing Ebony shade, or whatever. Exactly like that's us, right? But these days you're living in the days of. Influencer culture. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. you know about all the brands, right? And now you have access to, like, my younger cousins have bank accounts, right? Mm. I didn't get a bank account till I was like in sixth form. Same, same. You, and I only got it because I needed student finance. that My mum was holding it? me off. <laughs> so now the access is a lot easier right to be able to buy these things online and access to wider range of products and i'm talking about this more so from the beauty angle but you can think about this in terms of fashion and all of that um and i do think um because of that Mm. it's no longer even mysterious and hard to access the maturity Mm, right mm. Or or the perceived maturity that comes with doing makeup and dressing a certain way and all of that stuff um yeah, so I th- I think because there's le- lower barriers to entry, it's like why wouldn't the girls be doing all of this stuff, you know? And then the third thing and I'm going to leave it here cuz I've been talking entirely too nah, much. No, girl, you're you're spit. <laughs> but the third thing is also perceived maturity, right? right? So it's not right. even just oh, you're maturing and you're doing things which people older than you should do. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. also this perception of especially certain groups of women yeah. being more yeah, yeah, being yeah. more mature than their age would suggest. So There are also studies out there talking about the adultification of like black girls, young black girls and the sexualization of young female bodies, especially of like for black women and stuff like that or oh, for black girls actually let's call it wait for black girls and i think mm-hmm. even making that differentiation between women and girls and allowing people to have those titles mm-hmm. that come with certain seasons mm-hmm, and ages mm-hmm, is actually mm-hmm. very important because mm-hmm. i think the way we address when we talk about things like eldest daughter syndrome it's like the way we address young black girls yeah, yeah, is yeah, as yeah. if they are women mm-hmm. so we're like you know let's hold them accountable let's teach them xyz and they're thinking about you know generational things and thinking about you know things that will impact their families and it's like i'm literally 13 baby i'm 13 i'm 14 i've literally just seen my period right and then there's also the biological aspects right because even when we were older like i listened to tales from my moms, my aunties, my aunties my families and they're like yeah i got my first period when i was like 17 girls are out here getting their first period when they're nine mate Mate, 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 Do you mate. know what I mean? So there's also the biological factors of now having, to, and especially in a culture where people are learning about sexual orientation, mm-hmm, sexuality, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. reproduction a lot earlier mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm, whilst we have a society that is like, you know, trying to safeguard children allegedly there's also, allegedly, there's also uh, a personal responsibility we all need to adopt to make sure that we really are safeguarding the children we have access to yeah. right and safeguarding doesn't necessarily mean ignorance it just means attention yeah, yeah right yeah. and it just means making sure that well that's not all that it means i don't know what it means in like social care but like it just means keeping close attention and just making sure that people are literally just safe from themselves from society and stuff like that and i think on a more social like social scale some people aren't afforded that protection because it's like, no, we need you to grow up. Your your maturity is actually capital in this home right now, you know, because of the absence of certain people or because of the lack of resources we have in other ways. Mm. Right. And so it's like, of course, people are going to be adultified and they're going to be matu- they're going to be forced to mature early um, because the responsibility that has been put on them has forced that out of them and then you get girls who then are a certain age and maybe so for example a timeline which I'm sure some people can um, relate to you're 13 you're taking care of all your younger siblings who are under 10 years old you're basically being the second mom in the house right you do that all the way until your siblings are like 16 years old now you're like 25 and whilst you are actually still technically a youth You feel like a grandmother. You feel old as... Do you get what I mean? And that's how that... Exactly. And and no, but actually, I'm so convinced it manifests physiologically. 100%. I am so, so, so convinced. But now you're at an age where it's like, oh, enjoy your youth. My youth was when I was six. That season is long. Not gone. only that, but it has real ramifications for the way that we
2: see family. Yeah. And the way that we think of maturation, yeah, adulthood, yeah, 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 yeah. romantic partners. Yeah, it has yeah, yeah. real serious implications yeah. for the way that we engage with people. Yeah. And it also normalizes. One thing that I actually wanted to touch on, I'm gonna come yeah. back to it. But this happens in tandem with the infantilization of men. I'ma let me put that one down. Ooh. I'm gonna come back to it in a second. Ooh. But Courtney, you were spitting. <laughs> i was like out oh, yeah
1: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's my out. thoughts everything <laughs> that's those are my thoughts
2: everything and more uh, they came rushing um, to my mind everything uh, <laughs> rushing in a flood open the floodgates of heaven, heaven. let it rain hallelujah yes lord <laughs> passing around the offering bucket that you guys been talking I, about i'm screaming i love everything that you said yeah. Courtney. it felt like point evidence explanation and. I'm going to pick up on the point that you were talking around um, safeguarding. Mm. I think that you are absolutely spot on in the sense that we have been bombarded with knowledge. Mm. We have been, we know things now. Mm. But whether we've been equipped, especially the youngers, whether they've been <sighs> equipped. And I think sometimes the charge of the girls are growing up too fast. It really shucks off our personal responsibility, responsibility for that growth exactly. or for that maturation. And blaming social media. And right? blaming social yeah. media. But it's like this is unregulated access to unregulated content as much as the democratization of the internet has been great for like communities and building all sorts of um this whole idea of like the collective thinking the problem with that is it's unregulated Mm -hmm. i can go on tiktok and watch anything i can go on instagram or facebook or whatever and watch anything Mm -hmm. we don't even have parental controls anymore people are not hip and the thing is with a lot of us as adults as well we shirk our responsibility to actually stay hip Mm -hmm. which means that now we've got a generation of people that are smarter at navigating certain pieces of knowledge but lack the wisdom because adults decided I'm not going to learn what they're doing That's so good. There's so many people like how many kids do we know that know how to use an iPhone? They know how to use an iPad. They know how to navigate around all of these complex technological things but their parents have no idea what the hell they're using. And they know how to exist in digital spaces independently. Precisely. To the point where they have you know their own like back in the day it was like Facebook profiles or MySpace pages. Now you can have a whole you can be a TikTok creator of one million plus and your parents won't know. Won't even know. Your family won't know. Your friends won't know until somebody has sent something to them that you've yeah. been incriminated in yeah unless and you then when i think of even this whole idea of the girls are growing up too fast i feel like <sighs> this isn't new mm. girls have been forced to mature for a very long period yeah. of time yeah it's just the type and the way that it manifests changes yeah. so even for the girls of today it's like oh you know they've got their eyebrows on fleek they're mm. out here getting mm. beauty stuff they're buying all of the na- latest designer we were doing the equivalent at our age. We really at our were. Age, our stage. I was full highlight contour in school. Back in the day, my mom, when mm-hmm. she was my age or that age of like 12, 13, whatever, she wasn't buying fashion fair. <laughs> she wasn't. At all. that's Vaseline on the face. That was Vaseline. A baby powder. And even then, her grandmother was probably not doing the same things right. that she was doing. Right. So I think there's something in the repeated cycles of women having to get or gain social validation. Mm by opting into what is seen as mature mm. and it, the cycle keeps on going right, right so it's right. not it's, i don't even think it's a case of just the girls are getting more mature now the girls been being getting maturing. mature they've been getting mature because that's how you get access to social validation yeah. that's how you get access to um, men that's yeah. how you get access to attention yeah. it's how quickly can you mature and it makes me it makes me feel icky because mm. it also makes me think of associated issues mm. like Human trafficking, right? We've got how many mm. women who are being trafficked every single yeah. day that yeah. are underage and they are participating in a lot of things against their yeah. will because of this idea that girls mature, mature yeah. faster. And even predators, that, right? There we go. Even that whole idea that girls mature faster. Yeah. To whoms?
1: For whom? Let's not act like science is not biased, but then also let's not act like that maturity, maybe like cognitive maturity mm. or biological maturity needs to apply to every aspect right? of life because it's like, oh, you mentally, like you as a girl, mature faster than boys. So let's put the weight of adult response, all of adult responsibility on you. No.
2: And the fact that we have to mature very, very quickly, and I'm gonna pick up that point again, Yeah, the infantilization yeah. of men. Yeah. it. Why is it that men are afforded a longer grace period to become a full man? Whereas women straight out the back we're nurturers sure. we're picking up dollies we're there doing our little kitchens and stuff learning sure, how to sure, cook to be somebody's sure. mother To be, yeah. I ain't seen nobody to, you learning to be somebody's father at three <laughs> are you learning to be somebody's father at three you was not
1: do you know how funny that you is you picked up the tractors <laughs> You're, you picking be ben, you're picking up bed
2: You're picking up Ben ten. Yeah. Whilst I was picking up dollies, yeah. and I was doing up, you know, makeshift. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm a mommy yeah. at four. Yeah.
1: But it's the things that are considered important for girls versus what's important for boys, right? Precisely. Boys are nurtured towards independence and also social validation from women as much as well as men. Whereas women are, we are coached and we are socialized, coached. especially traditional gen. Because if traditional gender roles are enforced on you or in your culture it's going to be your coach for the social satisfaction of men, satisfy the male gaze and also to prepare you for this one dominant role, which is motherhood, right? Or wifehood. Mm. Um, Whereas men, it's kind of like, we know there's going to be a season of independence that you have as an adult before you even get married. Mm -hmm. And you still need to have cultivated that even if you transition from childhood to marriage, for example. But for women, it's like, "Mm, independence, who is she? What is
2: that? Who is she? You're not going to have that area. and this is the reason why you do get women who get to ages of 21 22 23 24 25 26 27 and they have no interest in being with somebody because they know that there is a whole you know choir of infantile men Mm -hmm. and that's how you get a lot of people who have mismatched relationship expectations Mm
1: -hmm. because you got a lot of guys thinking that they're gonna find their mother yeah in their relationship. And dare I say, this is why a lot of young girls are unfortunately accepting relationships and the advancements that they get from old men. Bro. Because they want mature guys. That's, and they're also being told that men who are mature are over 30. Let's yeah, speak on it. That's the next topic we're going to dive into in a second. Because <laughs> before some. you said that, I did actually want to make a note about the whole maturity thing. And like us wearing makeup in school and stuff. Um, I remember like having conversations with people in the past. And I was like, you have to remember that when you watch people online, you kind of mimic their behavior. But the online spaces are dominated often by people who are not our age. So when we were growing up, right, we were looking at the Patricia Brides, the Jenny Jenkins, like all of these people who were 25, 26 at the time. There we go. We We were 14, 15, 16, you know? And so it was very much a... I want to be like this girl, but I I can't put, not that I can't put, but because of the parasocial relationships that the internet can create, Mm. you can forget that there is an age difference and a significant life stage difference between you and the person that you are watching. And so as much as you find this person inspiring and you want to emulate them, you also have to give yourself not just grace, but the understanding, like have the cognitive understanding that, i'm not there yet like and it's the same when we like watch people with houses and marriage and all of that and then you ha- and then you'll be listening to like a get to know me video and they're like how old are you and they're like 32. it's like i thought you were my age it's like oh i thought we were, mm, good like, we were sisters but it also works the reverse way right because then you meet people with all of that stuff who are younger than you yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah so yeah. i also think this is why it's important to also have friends in real life who are your age yeah so that you get a a way more objective understanding of the fact that Mm -hmm. life stages actually vary Mm -hmm. at that Mm -hmm. age
2: we've normalized the extremes on social media Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who are at our age and stage but have achieved lots of amazing and great things but they've had access to resources that we don't have and you also can't see that you can't see that and we emulate The thing is we emulate pieces of people because you don't know what the hell they're going through behind closed doors. Everyday relationship goals, everyday this goal, this kind of goal, this goal, which is admirable, but you don't know. You've seen their heaven. Do you Mm. know what hell they had to go through to get there? You don't know. And it's funny because we're striving towards piecemeal images of people. Mm. And it's a shame. I love the fact that you touched on the fact that we look at these people like our counterparts. Mm. And that's the problem with this whole, familiarity that social media breeds, breeds. you think that they they know you you think that you know them you think that you know everything about them mm. even us guys look here Listen, (laughs) Omar, you may be listening to us thinking, ah, that's my sister, that's my brother, that's my bro. (laughs) That's fine. We love you guys. Lord knows we really, really love you guys. And every time we see you guys or interact with you guys, it makes us so happy. But we always reiterate that you are going on this journey in real life with people who are around you and able to keep you accountable and give you a a real solid understanding and idea of what it means to operate in your own context. It's important. And content creators, I think, Don't emphasize this enough. And I think what's difficult about that is obviously content right now is extremely unregulated. So we can only, you know, (laughs) we can only put this responsibility on content creators to an extent. Okay. Okay. But the issue is now it feels like there is a faceless, blameless society that we're (laughs) blaming for this. Okay. So the way that we're going to have to tackle this is everyone has to pick up their pieces. That's good. Okay. Like it's not just, we're not just blaming the content creators. We're not just blaming the kids. We're blaming you too. Right. You have been part or part and parcel of this culture that we're building. So in order for us to make change, everybody has to take personal responsibility Mm -hmm. and accountability Mm -hmm. for how much they have contributed to this feeling of, you know, girls out here our younger sisters mm-hmm. right feeling like they have to do the absolute most yeah. to exist yeah not even to just you know not to to, to be above par no. but to exist yeah now all of a sudden it's getting a gucci bag now all of a sudden it's being taken to um flipping Hakasan by a guy and this is how Shocking. a lot of the sisters are being taken for idiots by boys that are 10 20 years older than them because they can afford the things that they think are normal for their age instead of going to flipping Nando's with guys that are their age, Nando's race. care. Nando's. You had to ask your parents for money for bro, Nando's. Bro. It's this kind mm. of like this this kind of image gang that we're mm-hmm, doing. These mm-hmm. kind of oh I'm so mature for my age. Mm-hmm. Now girls are ending up mm-hmm. with guys. 15 year old girls 16 year old mm-hmm. girls are being groomed by old men mm-hmm. who think that they can come up in here and yeah. And prey on these young girls because they're none the wiser. It's it's time that we, girls, come on now. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired. Because it makes me think of, I don't know, back in the day, yeah, there were those girls who would be waiting for their boyfriends. by Mm -hmm. like Their boyfriends would be waiting by the school gates. These were grown ass men. Grown men. men. Grown Grown ass men. men. And
1: the thing is, it's not even the guys who are 18, 19 years older than them. It's the guys that are 18, 19, and 20 years old. (sighs) That are also the problem. I don't understand why men who should be focusing on their studies, their advancement into adult, and their transition into adulthood are concerned with girls who are still wearing school uniforms. Can you imagine? Please, please sit down or we are calling the police. And I actually implore every single <laughs> woman who is listening to this. No, 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 because I feel like, This is actually one of the things that are closest to my heart because Mm. I fell very deep into it in school, right? I just like older guys and the girls around me. I just like older guys. And then we're dating guys who were considerably older than us, who then ended up doing very horrific things to us and putting us through very horrific things. And I think it's important to talk about the fact that there are sometimes untold stories about the very dangerous and heinous things that happen to girls who find themselves unfortunately in relationships where they have been groomed by older men and the way those older men then exert power over them and i'm sick of it being you know oh she's just jailbait or you know basically blaming the girls right oh she led me on i thought that she was older if you as a grown man cannot actually discern whether somebody is of age or not you're not doing enough to vet the people that You're you are no, dating because boy. to find out that a girl is actually in secondary school I don't think is actually that hard and so I think it's important for us to have a conversation about these men who take advantage because let's not act like they are clueless this is these are men and boys who take advantage of the fact that these girls want to come across as mature or these girls are presenting themselves as mature and they take it as an opportunity to take the absolute Mick and do horrific things things to these girls and we need to talk about that especially in certain communities Mm, where mm. sexual assault is i'm not going to say it's been normalized but it has not been problematized enough Mm. and we haven't looked at how deep these things can run and how um i'm gonna say quote unquote casually they can happen and how we can all become complacent and complicit in them happening so you know it's the older men that like Will be chatting up the young girls, or like, oh, you'll be so pretty when you're a bit older, or, you know, give me your number, oh my God, you're so beautiful, or Uh, the taps uh, on the bum or taps on the. It's the uncle culture, it's the, oh my God, Renee, how old are you now? It's all of that stuff. And it's like, I'm going to need the mothers, the sisters, the cousins, the aunties who are above 18, or anyone with an ear listening and to this. And the fathers. Oh, we special. Oh, sorry. Yeah, actually. Yeah. No, <laughs> there we go. I'm going <laughs> to need the daddies
2: <laughs> to stand up and look to your boys and be like. Because the thing is, the thing is, and you know what? This is why, I hate to say it, we need men. Mm-hmm. This is why we need upstanding men of the community mm-hmm. to check your boys. boys. Check your brethren at Whatever every age. single age. six. <laughs> God God Whatever <laughs> age Whatever age Whether you have walking stick or not Check your boys Because certain man When they have a daughter That's yeah. when they pattern up Yeah Because they realise That there are men like them yeah. That exist in the world yeah. But it's only because You now have a daughter And because you have A woman that is In close Not even a woman A girl A baby girl yeah. That is in close proximity to you That is your seed That now you care I'm gonna need the men To stand up And be upstanding members Of the community yeah
1: because even if they ain't your daughter, it's somebody's daughter. This is
2: somebody's daughter. Stop Me- it. Some men really forget that. Th- they really forget thing. that. It's always, and th- what I even hate is the fact that we even have to say that. Yeah. We have to bring up, conjure up some image yeah. of proximity. Like yeah. this could be somebody's mother. This could be your sister. There you go.
1: But I feel like that's the time we're living in now. Because you even have to do it for women as well. Crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like that. this thing that keeps going on, like in my spirit is you are your sister's keeper. Right. But some people will be like, I don't know that girl she's just xyz and the thing and is, is that girl could be to, you, real quick exactly real and real quick. We, we really need to do the deprogramming of what patriarchal abusive systems have put in our minds mm-hmm. right especially mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. our belief about young girls and teenage girls because we have also internalized yeah. a lot of these narratives about leading on and being you know a bit too provocative and why are you wearing that why shouldn't she show her belly button she's 13
2: oh man it's like oh your uncles are coming why first of all why are your uncles coming around and why have you not checked them why why is it and it's the fact that from a young age we are implanting in young girls minds mm. that men can't control themselves
1: Renee Kapuki. That men First cannot.
2: Con- her yeah, I am so done with this. You have to dress a certain way. Yeah, You have to behave a certain yep. way. You have to act a certain way. Grown men. When did you have a discussion with your uncle? This uncle that's coming or back your and friend forth. Or whatever the fact you that them. you know that you can't, you have to stay in the same room mm-hmm. as your daughter or your younger cousin or whatnot Yeah, because uncle is coming around. Yep. How about we discuss the fact that uncle's allowed to come around? Because I'll be Damn, and uncle is looking at too too far below I my neck i don't care i don't care if you are my second cousin removed or you are my twin brother the moment that a young babe is in the room and your head is turning you gotta go you have got to go you gotta go and you need to be checked
1: inappropriate behavior really shouldn't be tolerated and it should be nipped in the bud it's not it's not friendly cultural jokes it's It's not not banter i'm not laughing absolutely nobody is laughing that will get you put on a sex offender there we go and unfortunately so many girls then become conscious about their surrounding how they dress when they're around these people and also they become uncomfortable and i think we've we've turned it into banter you know the uncles that will church you and it's like you know i know these uncles are going to talk to me roll i roll but actually let's talk about the discomfort and the fear a lot of young girls face when Mm -hmm. they are then left Mm -hmm. in you know the presence of these men Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like actually this isn't mantras i don't feel safe
2: (sighs) to think of how much sexual assault that happens to women at very very young ages could have been prevented to think how much and also wasn't
1: exposed right because it goes back to that whole maturity thing and and adultification because it's like if you're telling me to cover up and that's the culture that i was i was brought up in right if i then tell you that uncle jimmy assaulted me and touched me inappropriately your first question is going to be why were you wearing inappropriate things around him so why would i then confess and then you get generational secrets Mm,
2: i oh man this The thing about this topic is it always starts off with let's discuss the women but really you need to get down and talk about the men too because I'm just so tired of women being at fault yeah. always being blamed always having to yeah. be conscious always having to do the work always having to and don't get me wrong to my sisters is all about doing the work and mm-hmm. glowing and growing and all of that kind of stuff That's but a collaborative we effort. All, it's a collaborative effort and it's all about accountability mm. if there's one thing we're going to do here is hold people to account mm. and we're going to unveil everything That's under good. the rug okay this is not just a where you know removing certain things changing certain things we're trying to get acceptance yeah. we're all about getting to the root of the matter so yeah. that we can actually rebuild something that stands um, and i am sick to death sick to absolute bury me now because i'm done i'm out of here i'm out of here i'm sick to death of young girls feeling mad uncomfortable growing up awkward having flipping all sorts of body dysmorphia having insecurities feeling like they've been inappropriately touched and they haven't even hit flipping 18 yet and they've had all of these experiences that will now forever stay with them creating loops of insecurity that they'll now carry into other relationships only to be exploited by more men exactly i'm
1: done and just further down the line as well and it's it's why we have so many conversations that so many of us in the sisterhood can relate to because not enough has been done to stop the wounds from early right right and a lot of us are carrying the pain from wounds that were inflicted on us in these very sensitive and tender years of being a child and being a teenager and it shaped the way that we like you said interact with other people but also perceive the world mm. and it, it shapes the way we perceive friendship sisterhood motherhood right. fatherhood the way we interact with our mothers and fathers and um, I love that you brought up the fact that this is a conversation that has to bring men to account as well but it also brings us as women to account as mm. well and we all have to accept the fact that even if the men don't pattern up sisters let's do as much as we can for each other i know that this burden is quite heavy to carry and we actually shouldn't be carrying it alone and we won't be able to fix it on our own but at least let us do our part in what we can to help protect our sisters as well because similarly my whole life i have not only been affected by this sort of issue but also it has burnt my heart Mm. like it has actually broken my heart to know that this is what women all over the world are actually going through um as a result of the fact that when they were girls, they weren't allowed to be girls. Mm, they weren't allowed yeah. to not even just make the mistakes, but literally just be a child, right? And for so many people, their cultural experience or their lived experience is nobody even had the patience to walk them through <sighs> what it means to go, not just from girlhood to womanhood, but actually to just be a girl. Yeah, man. And actually allowed them the space to do that to just play, to just have fun, to not constantly be thinking about what do other people think about me? And also it's not just what do other people out there think about me, right? It's what does my mum think about me? Mm. What does my dad think about me? What do my siblings Mm -hmm, think about mm -hmm, me? mm -hmm. Um, We have to confront things like being bullied in your home, um, experiencing neglect or abuse in your own household or especially verbal abuse. And I think a lot of us as young girls as well um, can relate to maybe experiencing verbal abuse right and just people criticizing you with the false idea that you should just be able to bear it and it gives you thick skin and it's like some of us have such thick skin now that we can't even realize what we've been honestly and truly
2: honestly and truly i think it's that desensitization to yeah. pain, right? Like that trauma response, but also the fact that we've never really been allowed to be sensitive. Yeah. And this whole I because there is this idea that women are overly sensitive, mm. we've gone the opposite direction mm. where it's like to even be sensitive is just a sign of weakness. Right. It's actually okay to be sensitive, especially when you are a child. Because guess what? You're a child. Children are sensitive. You're still developing. You're still developing your cognitive capabilities. You're still developing your um, capacity to reason and process emotions. You should actually be able to feel things out and not trap them inside. But for many of us, it feels as though when we have been confronted with challenges or experiences or burdens, the response has always been to suck it up and grow up and take on this false responsibility or be this person to somebody else Mm. or to everyone else but Mm. ourselves and now we get to a place in adulthood where it's like we're actually done yeah especially for folks that are in um i want to come back to like the eldest daughter and come back to folks who have been in a place of becoming almost like a parent especially for Mm. young girls you now have this disdain towards everything around family you have this disdain to even the look personally it took a while for me to come around to even think entertaining the thoughts entertaining the thought of having kids mm-hmm. of being in a relationship mm. with a man because in my head i was just like oh this is going to be my next child mm. i'm not interested in dealing with mm. another child and mm. then to now have a child with a child Mm-mm-mm. just sounded like hell Mm-mm. i dragged me down yep. dragged yep. me
0: down yeah
2: so we've got a generation of women who are forced to grow up too soon who are now in a place where they don't want to carry that burden again or repeat that cycle because they've been there and they've never had the, like, it's no wonder that lots of women are now reclaiming lost time and reasonably so because they've never had the opportunity to explore, never had the opportunity to glow and grow, never had the opportunity to decide for themselves what they want. Mm -hmm. It's so mad that a community like this even exists because a lot of women were denied
1: what they were entitled to when they were growing up. And the thing is, is, because you explained all of that excellently. So I'm going to talk about the flip side. There's then a a group of women. And this is why I talk about and we talk about relationships a lot because then there's a group of women who then idolize relationships so much because that's the only place they think they're going to find identity, acceptance and achievement of womanhood and femininity and rest. Oh man and somebody to actually take care of them and some kind of intimacy and affection, Mm. right? So they go then searching for relationships because nothing else can satisfy their womanhood like that status of being a wife or being a mother. And then they disregard. And I do think this is why we also like in the beginning when we were talking about, well, have you got like a younger woman who mentors you or anything like that? Actually having somebody approach you when you are younger, like for example, we... um, obviously became friends when we were in our teen years, right? And so getting to experience sisterhood in your teen years really does reorganize your priorities and what you believe contributes to your identity Mm. and what you believe to be important. But if nobody has approached you to let you know, hey, I want to have a relationship with you outside of what you can provide for me, but genuinely to invest in your goals and to help you on this journey of glowing and growing, right? All your personal development becomes to just cater to other people and to be, used by other people to nurture other people and your your achievements become about how far it gets you in society and how much it gets you from other people rather than someone coming to you and just being like i just want to know you for you because you're enough Mm. if you've never heard that and i genuinely think you hear that from your parents you hear that from your siblings and you hear that from sisters and friends right but if you do not know how to to cultivate sisterhood you may turn up 18 20 like the dilemmas we get 21 like i just came out of university and i don't have friends
2: or you might get everything Mm. you might get the kids Mm. you might get the house you might get the husband and yet you're desperately upset and lonely desperately so some of us have seen it with our aunties our mothers they are desperately lonely yeah and it's sad yeah Because they were never given that space or that opportunity. I even think it contributes a little bit to you. You know, when folks are like, oh, I never thought I would have to parent my parents when Mm, they get old. mm, mm, mm. I think it contributes to that because they never had the opportunity to be kids. Yeah. And once their kids are grown, it's like, wow. Now I got someone to take care Care of me. me. Because ain't nobody to. Being taken care of. Is such a special thing. Oh, and I wish I pray it upon everybody that that's is listening. Because we've even, as you idolize in relationships, because they want to be taken Taking care of. Taken care of.
1: Caregiving, yeah. I just want somebody Fam. to attend to my needs. It's that, it's the same, like as soon as we come out of the womb, that's all we need. We need in to order to survive, of. we need to be taken care of, right? But the older we get, and unfortunately for some people, it's before it should actually happen, right? right. It's take care of yourself. But I actually need someone to take care of me and not just take care of me as in cater to my every single need. I can't, you know, make my own food. It's has someone checked in on your mental health? Mm. Has somebody made sure that you're actually navigating the world? And it's what we've been talking about recently, like offline about mentorship, right? Mm. Who's there to actually be like, do you feel confident in navigating the world? And how do I help you and equip you to be more confident and comfortable and feel safer in your navigation of this big wild world that actually eats people up for breakfast? Wild. Do you get what I mean? And a lot wild. of us are navigating that. Look at the internet. The internet is rugged,
2: rugged, wild, wild west, baby. Baby shoot out. Uh, Everywhere left, 80, right? right I'm there you, you
1: go. But who's actually helping you and being like, mm. okay, you know what? come offline, let me equip you with tools, wisdom, love, affirmation, affection, Girl, it's us now. resources, <laughs> there you go, to it's actually help you navigate this wild, wild yeah, world, yeah, right, yeah. and unfortunately I think a lot of women are allowed to go out there to figure it out on your own, Fend for yourself.
2: not even a single person, and I think what also makes it even more sad is when sometimes your opposition is other women Mm -hmm. right the people that should be affording it like you know how it is sis Mm -hmm. but you out here trying to be an art you have turned yourself into a suicide bomber (laughs) or more everybody's dying today yeah i think it's so unfortunate because sometimes you'll have you know i think there was also another tiktok of um a lady had sent her kid to school and Mm -hmm. got her like she looked like a kid right she got all the colorful stuff and mm. folks were like oh my gosh i would die if i went to school looking like that or you know like she's you're just gonna cute. embarrass her and it's just like she's a kid she's like 12 this is part of the growing experience oh. your parents are supposed to put you in embarrassing stuff that you <laughs> that you liked it's true. you're supposed to look crazy it's true that's the you know yeah you the have to experience that. there
1: we go you know But hey I mean there's, there's multiple issues I feel like we've even Just scratched the surface We've genuinely scratched the Tune into another episode To be able
2: to, <laughs> This is part Child. of This is part and parcel Of the work That we do here at TMS yeah. Like These episodes We intend them to be A hug mm. But also simultaneously A slap in the face <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> everything in between right exactly what a sister yeah, is supposed to do you pull go. you up by your britches but also send you off with a hug and a yeah, smile and a kiss like, so we could do this together you know let's do this together so look if you are a sister that's listening in yeah. and you're a younger sister yeah. look we are praying for you we love you yeah we care for you hook up and engage with your sisters if you yeah. do have sisters or your friends like yeah. really draw it real life friends not your online real friends because some of these people on these online streets yeah Need to go to online jail yeah. <laughs> or in person, in jail, person prison. prison. Me and Courtney stay saying some folks at sh- jail time, prison, jail time. honest oh, to God! Um, and if you are a slightly older sister, yeah. whether you're in your twenties, whether you're in your thirties, forties, fifties, whatever, my challenge for you is to find a younger I was sister. You're gonna say the same thing. Find the younger Please, sister. that's
1: the like. Please, just find a person that you can mentor be an older sister to you, or even just have a conversation with Honestly. don't even have to dedicate much of your time just have a conversation Check with a, a girl in your life right now just ask her, what's going on you know tell me what do you think is cool what, check do you, in. what do you feel like you need to be doing right check now Check
2: in And if you are a guy listening to this episode Because mm, I know y'all stay mm. creepy Listening to all this <laughs> kind of stuff I see you brothers We got something coming for you soon <laughs> Anyways If you're a guy listening to this You can also do the same yeah. Right If not in a creepy way If you do have a younger sister Because there's some younger girls <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not saying to Hey Just like the conversation da, 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 da. If you do have a younger sister Obviously check in on yeah. her But also think about Within your communities of men How can you do more yeah. To forward this agenda how can you do more to hold your men accountable if there's inappropriate behavior actions the way that they speak about women what can you be doing to ensure that this is a collaborative body of work we need to protect our girls they're not women protect our girls girls on these online streets come on and with that man what a hearty that was hearty i felt that (laughs) deep in my (laughs) hat um Sisters, we hope that you enjoyed that episode. As always, we would love to hear if you have any thoughts on the topic. Are the girls growing up too fast, or is this a grievous episode of neglect? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not, this
1: isn't even is an issue. This, is,
2: is this, a gr- is this a grievous societal yeah. misconduct. Endeavor? Um, <laughs> please feel free to drop it like it's hot in the YouTube comments. If you're listening on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, it's always good to have you over here on YouTube. So please feel free to drop it down what and let that? us know. And of course, you can follow us on our social media platforms. Yes, we're on the Instagrams, we're yeah. on the Twitters, yeah. we're on the TikToks, yeah. we're even on the LinkedIn. Come on. We're on TikTok, we're everywhere. <laughs> and let me tell you about the LinkedIn, yeah, because i I be loving the socials. We're all about women's empowerment and <laughs> yeah. ensuring that you guys have access to resources, yeah. tools, all that kind of stuff. So we'll be sharing opportunities, latest research on women's issues, all that professional stuff yeah. that y'all need to opportunities, get Opportunities, all that jazz. And of course, that will be on at To My Sisterhood on all platforms. And of course, follow us personally, the lovely, the wise, the wonderful at CD Bratek over here. And of course, come and say hi over on my page at Renee
1: Kapuki. We absolutely love to see it. Sisters, we appreciate you so much. We appreciate your continued support over here at TMS. And we still need you to be rating the podcast five stars. (laughs) Um, We haven't said that one in a while, not it? You know, we've got You all engaged. There we go. Um, yeah, please rate the podcast five stars, four stars, and you guys already know the draw. <laughs> we even have two email addresses now.
2: <laughs> email us
1: hello at twomysisters.com. <laughs> if you have any general feedback, constructive criticism, rate the podcast on all streaming platforms, okay? Apple podcast all of it, all of that stuff. Get us up there on Come the league tables, all right, on the charts, the chart. and Come on. Um, but honestly, man. like, we really do appreciate you. If you want more glow and grow tips during your week, every week, you can sign up to the to my sisters mailing list by going to to my all right we'll send you exclusive glow and grow tips straight to your inbox sisters we hope that you have the most amazing week and we will talk to you very very soon we're going to tanzania this Woo-hoo. week <laughs> it's coming we're going to tanzania this week so definitely make sure you are plugged into the social so you can see what the Fun. Oh,
2: you're gonna see some beautiful glowing and growing in there Let zanzi you well,
1: baddies you heard it shout out first. to jam man
2: <laughs> she really came through with that zanzi baddies. yes
1: zanzi baddies you can even search the hashtag because i'm sure you'll find us but yeah have an amazing week because we sure will be we'll talk to you very very soon and as always keep glowing and growing